the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Hello and welcome to Excel today. I'm glad that you made it. I encourage that you share the link with as many people as possible. Let them be blessed by the ministry of God's word. Let's pray before we get into God's word. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the gift of life and we thank you for new message. Thank you for grace that has been on us and is with us and is working in us for us and through us all through this year and specifically this month. We ask the Lord, you shine your light upon your word and let understanding and illumination come change us as your word impart us and of course us to step up into the fulfillment of your purposes and your counsel for our lives through the ministry of your word bring us wisdom and illumination and empower us to live a life of all-round excellence in jesus precious name bless every viewer now or those who may watch it thereafter and let your word be impactful in their lives for good in jesus precious name Amen and amen. Amen. Great. God richly bless you. Come with me to Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. Proverbs 4 18. For the path of the just is like a shining light that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The path of the just is like a shining light that shines ever brighter unto a perfect day. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. He says, but we all with open face beholding us in a glass the glory of the lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the lord we are with open face beholding us in the glass the glory of the lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the lord so we began a series that we are broadly captioned a better me and we looked at some few key things that will help us. We said that God wants us to be better. You desire to be better. And I, as your host of this broadcast, I also want you to be better. And that is a, a shared dream, a shared desire that everybody has. But not many people live to the reality of their dreams. Not many people live to realize their dreams and their goals in life. And so we are sharing from God's word how we can become better versions of ourselves. And the first one we said is that we must capture a better vision. You must capture a vision to be better. That's what we said. You have to capture a vision to be better. If you must become a better version of yourself, it begins with a vision to be better. You must see yourself becoming better and then that sets the stage for you taking the steps to become better. The second thing we talked about, we spent weeks talking about that, is the fact that you must form better habits. It's good to dream, it's good to have a vision, but what becomes, what cements your vision is your habit, okay? So it's very important that we learn to form better habits, and we looked at it in different ways. 
But today, I want to focus on make better decisions. Make better decisions. Come with me to 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21. Elijah went to the people and said, How much longer will it take you to make up your minds? If the Lord is God, worship him. But if Baal is God, worship him. But the people didn't say a word. How much longer will it take you to make up your mind? It's a question that the Spirit of God is asking you this morning. How long will it take you to make up your mind on the marriage proposal? How long will it take up your mind on the business you intended to start? How long will it take you to make up your mind on the course you wanted to go pursue? How long will it take you to make up your mind on offering assistance to the person who has been knocking on your door all this period? How long will it take you to make up your mind on whether or not you move forward or you stay where you are? It's very, very important that we understand that decisions are vital in life. One of the things we do daily is to make decisions. To live is to make decisions. To live is to decide. It is critical that you appreciate that decisions are part of existence. The only place you go and you make no decision is when you land in the grave. And even there, how comfortable it will be for you there depends on the quality of decision you made before you die. So it's important that we appreciate that decisions are critical. Nobody can ever become a better version of themselves without making quality decisions. It's said that the average person makes thousands of decisions every day. Now, if there's something you do every day, you do daily, then it's important that you learn how to do it and do it well. Most people are where they are because they keep on making negative or bad decisions. And if you keep on making bad decisions, your life will be stagnated. You won't see progress in your life. If you must experience progress in your life, you need to make quality decisions. So it's important that we learn how to make decisions. The, the opportunity to decide is a God-given opportunity. It's a decision. It's, it's, it's the moment you take a decision, you are simply exercising your power to choose, which God has given you. To decide is to say you are not choosing, and that is the worst of choices you can make. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 19, 30 verse 19, the good news says, I am giving you the choice between life and death between God's blessings and God's curse. And I call heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Choose life. Choose life. All of us, this is a much less power God has given us. God cannot override our choice. He has made us free moral agents. So what we choose to do, God cannot stop us. And because he loves us and he wants the best for us, he instructs us that we should choose life. And how can we choose life? We choose life by making decisions that are pro-life. We choose death by making decisions that are pro-death. And that's why it's important that we understand the process of decision-making and the need to make better decisions. What's a decision? What's a decision? A decision is a mental process resulting in the selection of a particular course of action among several alternative scenarios. That is a decision. A decision, number one, 
it's a mental process so if you are going to make a decision you need to engage your mind you cannot just make a decision just based on your emotions just based on your feelings no you need to think through you need to be logical you need to engage your mind and sometimes other minds in order to make a fruitful decision so a decision is a mental process that culminates in the selection of a particular course of action among several alternatives in other words if you are making a decision it means you are choosing between alternatives there are options on the table you don't make a decision if you are only limited to one option but you make a decision when you have options and that's what it is number two a decision is a purposeful selection from among a set of alternatives in the light of a given objective a decision is a purposeful selection the word purposeful is very very critical you are choosing based on a particular purpose you are choosing with reasons you are choosing with a certain logic in mind that is what it means a purposeful selection from among a set of alternatives in the light of a given objective so there is a purpose and there's an objective they almost go together what's your objective why do you want to go this way why do you want to go to this school why do you enter do you want to enter into this relationship why do you want to go into this uh, uh, profession why do you want to date this particular person why do you want to pursue this course of action there must be an objective and that objective must be one that is profitable must be one that is beneficial must be one that advance the cause of christ of course a decision is a problem solving technique which is terminated when a satisfactory solution is found a decision is a problem solving technique so when we are solving problems one of the tools we use to solve problems is decisions and decisions must have a beginning and a decision must have an end you cannot continue to be in the valley of indecision forever in the book of joel we are said we are told multitudes multitudes are in the valley of indecision a lot of people go through life very very indecisive they never make up their mind on any issue they never make up their mind on the need to be committed to christ they never make up their mind if it's a relationship that is on the table they can't make up their mind it takes them years to make a decision and if you are that type who is indecisive who is not able to make up your mind on important issues of life you may live to regret it later great opportunities will pass you by simply because you don't make up your mind there are people that had proposals at certain stages in their lives and instead of taking firm decision on it they kept postponing 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 until now they have reached a, sta a status where those opportunities those proposals are no longer there i pray that if you find yourself in a situation like that may the grace of god help you and may god who is a god of all mercies extend his mercy to you and show you favor and grace once again in jesus precious name amen and amen so we're talking about decision make better decision it's not just enough to make decisions but the decisions must be good the decisions must be better the decisions must help you achieve your set your goals in life the decisions must help you to honor the relationships that are vital in your life the decision must see you progress move from point a to point b in life the decision should help you to become a better person become a better version of yourself that's what we are looking at 
And it's critical we make better decisions because of the following. Number one, because the quality of your life will be affected by the quality of your decisions. Yes, the quality of every man's life is influenced directly or indirectly. In fact, it's, it's influenced directly by the quality of your decisions. When the decisions you are making over time is great, you see that the quality of your life keeps on improving. But if you continue to make decisions in the wrong direction, you see that you will also be missing out on God's perfect counsel and purposes for your life. What we are simply saying is that you can live a better life without making better decisions. It's great to be a prayer person. It's great to be a man of faith. It's great to do all of those things. But listen, if you don't learn to make better decisions, after all the prayer, you will still not make progress with your life. The quality of your life is not determined just by the quality of your prayer life, but is determined by the quality of your decisions. Wherever your mind goes, that's where your life goes. Now, we, we, we read an account from Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 23, where we see the story of the prodigal son. And in the prodigal son story, we see how a young man living with his father had everything that one could wish for in life. One day, rose up and said, Daddy, I know you are going to die, and I can't wait for you to die. I've decided, I've made up my mind. This is what I want. Give me my portion of the inheritance that is due me. And the Bible says, when the father gave him, he made a decision, and the father honored his decision. The Bible says he took everything he had and went and wasted his substance. He decided he was going to travel with his inheritance. He decided he was going to spend it on foolish things. He decided he, he took decision upon decision. And every one of those decisions he took sent him on a downward hill. He could not make the most out of his life. The quality of his life began to go in the negative from the very moment he made the decision to depart and to leave his father's house. Have you made a decision that is taking you on a wrong course? I'd li I like this guy because this guy did not just make a decision that sent him on a downward trend, but he also made a counter decision that brought him back onto a perfect and a good track. And that is the good thing about God. As long as you are alive, you have an opportunity to reverse certain decisions you make. So the quality of your life will be influenced by the quality of your decision. I'm sure you remember a lady by the name of Ruth. There are few women in the Bible who have Bible uh, uh, books named after them. In fact, there are not too many. It's Esther and Ruth. These are the only two women who have a book in the Bible after their names. And that should tell you something very significant. This woman was a Gentile. This woman did not belong to the nation of Israel. But she made a decision. And that decision moved her from her Gentile status into becoming a part of the genealogy of Christ. Not even every Israelite by birth, not every prominent Israelite by birth, had the opportunity to have their name enshrined in the genealogy of Christ. But this Gentile made a decision that changed her life for good. You and I can also make such decisions. One decision you make can change your life for good. The same way, one decision you make can also send your life in a very negative direction. 
that's why it's important that we, ca we carefully weigh the decisions we make. Number two, we need to make better decisions because decisions have consequences. Every decision you make has consequences. That's how God has ordained life to be. Life, we have choices in life, and every choice you make comes with consequences. The consequences of our decisions, there will always be consequences of decisions, either on yourself or your descendants. In Deuteronomy, he said, choose life that thou and thy seed may live. So when you decide on life, it affects your seed. When you decide that you are going to live your life in such a way that you are not going to take care of the resources God gives to you, including your health, including your, your the gift and abilities is giving you, your finances, and you are going to waste it very soon. The consequences of your decision will catch up with you. When the prodigal son took a decision that he was going to break camp and uh, stay away from his father and move to a far country, he never knew that that decision was going to come back and bite very hard at him. And when he went, all looked rosy, everything looked fine. But after some time, he realized that he had made a foolish decision. You see, the consequences of some decisions are instant. Others may happen later. The consequences of some decisions are temporal. Others are eternal. That's why we cannot downplay the consequences of the decisions we make. Look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16, where the Bible says, A man made a decision, and later on, he wished he could do something about that decision. Look at this uh, with me. Hebrews 12, verse 16 to 17. I'm reading from the Good News Version. Let no man become immoral or unspiritual like Esau, who for a single meal sold his right as an older son. Afterward, you know, he wanted to receive his father's blessing, but he was turned back because he could not find any way to change what he had done, even though in tears he looked for it. He, and that brings me to my third point, which is very, very critical also. Some decisions once made are irreversible. Yes, some decisions once made are irreversible. In life, most decisions are reversible, but some you cannot reverse them. That's why we need to be careful to make better decisions. Because some decisions, you can reverse them. There are some decisions, you cannot reverse them. Even those that can be reversed, sometimes you reverse them at such a high cost. That's why it's important that you make wise decisions. The Bible says, of Esau, let no one become immoral or spiritual. Later on, he wanted to change it, but it was too late. If you look at the prodigal son, he made a decision. But when it became, it started biting very hard at him. He was able to change it. That is a decision that could be reversed. But you remember the rich fool, the rich man, Lazarus. Later on, this man wanted to have his destination changed. He wanted his destiny to change when he died. Lazarus lived, maybe we should read it. Luke chapter 16, verse 23, 31. The CV version. He went to hell and was suffering terribly. He looked up and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. He said to Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip his finger in water and touch my tongue. I'm suffering terribly in this fire. And Abraham answered, my friend, remember that while you lived, you had everything good and Lazarus had everything bad. Now he's happy and you are in pain. And besides, there's a, a deep ditch between us and no one from either side can cross over. But the rich man said, Abraham, then please, 
Send Lazarus to my father's home. Let him warn my five brothers so they won't come to this horrible place. Abraham said, your brothers can read what Moses and the prophet wrote. They should pay attention to that. Then the rich man said, no, that's not enough. If only someone from the dead will go to them, they will listen and turn to God. So Abraham said, if they won't pay attention to Moses and the prophets, they won't listen even to someone who comes back from the dead. This was a man who was desperately seeking to change certain decisions he had made in life after death. Listen, if you are watching me and particularly you have not made a decision for Christ, I want to encourage you. The Bible says it's appointed unto man to die once and after death. What awaits you is judgment. And it's important. If you look at this story, this man wanted to change camp after death, but it was too late. He wanted to reverse his decision, but it was too late. It's important that we realize that certain decisions are irreversible. And certain decisions, even though they are reversible, they may come with such a high cost. That's why it's important that at the initial stage, we factor and we consider all the things we need to consider and make the best of decisions so that we live with fewer regrets. It is virtually impossible to go through life without some element of regret, but you can limit the number of regrets in your life by the quality of your decisions. That's why it's key. And number four, number four, the fourth reason why we need to make quality decisions is because Satan can frustrate the purposes of God for your life through bad decisions. When I saw this, I, I was really humble. Satan can frustrate God's purposes for your life through bad decisions. That's why it's important that you make quality decisions. Satan can frustrate, and sometimes he can even kill you before your time through bad decisions. Bad decisions. A decision to always drive with top speed can kill you before your time. Satan will just use it to kill you before your time. So it's important that you make quality decisions. Satan can frustrate God's purposes and plans for your life. The Bible said the thief comes only to steal, to kill. John 10, 10. I came that you might have and enjoy life, life to the full life in abundance until it overflows. First Chronicles 21 verse 1 and 2. Look at what the Bible says. Satan wanted to bring trouble on the people of Israel. What did he do? So he made David decide to take census. Can you imagine that? He wanted to create disaster. He wanted to bring trouble. How did he carry out the trouble? He did not send a witch. He did not invoke any demonic powers. He just came to David and moved him to make a negative decision. Are you being moved to make a negative decision? Are you being moved to take a decision to leave your matrimonial home? Are you being moved to resign from a job that has taken care of you up to this point of your life because somebody is just uh, getting on your nerves so bad at the workplace? Are you being moved to walk away from God because your prayers have not been answered, your expectation is yet to be delivered. Are you being moved away from something that is very critical? Be very careful. Satan could be behind it. Sometimes people make decisions and they think they are just making decisions that will satisfy their emotions, not knowing Satan is looking for them to destroy them. Sometimes Satan can move you to take a decision that stay away from fellowship. I'm no longer going to serve in church. I'm no longer going to be a part of a church. I'm no longer going to join that church. I'm no longer going to be active in the church. 
And it's because Satan is looking for you. And he does it through offenses. That's why we need to be very, very careful the decisions we make. Your decisions never leave you neutral. Your decisions will either advance you or stagnate you in life. Your decisions will either bring the best or the worst in you. It's very, very critical that we make the best of decisions. And it's my prayer and desire that as we go on, God will help you. The wisdom of God will become your portion to make quality and right decisions that can help you to advance your life and become all that God will have you be. God bless you for being part of our broadcast today. I look forward to having you join me same time next week as we come your way with another exciting episode of SL Today. The Lord bless you. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We look forward to having you join us again and again. You are blessed. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasa Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Oh, no, no, no.